Well, hello, everybody. This is Randy. Thank you for joining. The project problem we're going to touch upon today is when a, a project seems to just go straight from green to red and you as the boss just have no warning and it just hits you out of left field. So sit back, relax and enjoy episode 36. Welcome to the Projects and Systems Podcast, where we discuss best of breed ideas in project management and process improvement with one goal in mind, getting important stuff done. And now your host, Randy Cox. Again, hello everybody, and this is Randy, and I'm a project management coach, trainer, and consultant. So again, thanks for stopping by. So, all right, how do we get in this situation where a project can go from, you know, the last status meeting, it was you're doing, we were doing great and everything was green. And then the next status meeting or even before the next time we can meet, all of a sudden you're hearing that we're in serious trouble and we need to call in the Calvary. So what happened, right? So it's, it's first of all, how do we feel? Like like as bosses, we, we're it's disorienting. It's super frustrating. It's embarrassing, right? That like one or more of your projects got in this condition. It makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Uh, you get nervous because your like professional survival instincts kick in, and you're wondering, you know, what does this mean if you know for my promotions and all these other things? And let's just say we don't do our our best thinking and communicating when those survival instincts are in play, right? So this is usually caused by one or a combination of four things. First, you may be asking your team members to give subjective status updates of how things are going. And if that's the case, they will almost always put their rose-colored glasses on and talk about all the positive things, all the things that are going right. They may omit um, the things that are going wrong. And this is natural. People want to be perceived as doing a good job and being responsible, right? Second, you may not have predetermined tripwires in place uh, to know when something is supposed to go from green to yellow or from yellow to red. You may not have made that explicit. You may not have really talked about that. If you leave that unsaid, in my experience, then people will tend to be overly optimistic about how things are going. And third, you do, this is very similar to the second thing. You don't have a good escalation path in place that's pre, with predetermined routines that if we hit one of these tripwires, uh, if we go from one color to another, one, however you do that, then this is what we do. Sometimes you leave that unsaid as well. And then fourth, you may not be practicing, um, you know, just good, solid risk management. So I know exactly how this feels at a visceral level. I was uh, I was once managing a seven-figure project for the VA, and this was a, a tech project. It was a high profile, high visibility. It was something that we we needed to make succeed and needed to win. We needed to succeed in this one because this was a very important client that we wanted to have a lot of continuing contracts with. And it was, I was brand new to the company. So I was trying to make a good impression, but this project was not doing well. All of a sudden everything started well and the good story, you know, or happy ending, it ended well, but there were ups and downs in the middle and that's the way projects go. And this was in one of those down slumps. And so all of a sudden I get a call from the CEO. Now at this t at the time, uh, there's probably, I don't know, I, I'm guessing probably three, 400 people in the company. I worked for somebody who worked for somebody who worked for the CEO. And so there was no reason for him to call me. I had been in a couple of meetings with him. I'd met him, but uh, you know, 
when he called, there wasn't like a good reason that he would be just there calling to chat uh, or get offering me a promotion, right? I could feel my heart start to race. I could feel like my breathing got more shallow. Uh, I was having to tell myself to like slow down because I started to speed my words up and I was like, and I I had to tell myself to just kind of, you know, get the words out. Um, But even after all that, even in that, that emotional situation, so like what I desperately wanted to tell him is that everything was fine and there was no problems and, you know, everything he'd heard was exaggerated and that, but you know, what I, that's not the right. You can't do that. Uh, you bad news does not get better with age. And so what you have to do is I I composed myself and I said, okay, I gave him a sit rep or a situation report. Here's where we're at, good and bad. Here's how we got here, and here's the next steps we need to take to get the train back on. And it turns out what he had been hearing was far worse than what. Uh, this actual situation was when I explained to him the actual situation, there were some challenges, but it wasn't near as bad as he had had heard. So I learned some important leadership lessons that day from him about just going to the front line to get the truth and, and checking it out himself. And I also learned that I probably need to do a better job of being, you know, my, making sure that my status updates to my superior was objective, was measurable. So I, we don't have time today to talk about you know the root causes for all four of those, although we'll say we've touched upon the risk management approach in episode 12, where we talked about what we can learn from antelopes about risk management. So let me just give you one thing here for the first one, objectivity versus objective versus subjective. What you want to do when you do your status reports is you want to make sure that we're talking about milestones that we accomplished, not meetings we attended, targets we hit, not who we talked to. We want results. We want to talk about results, not activity, right? So instead of talking about the, the phone calls we had and the face-to-face meeting that we had with the client and where we brought in coffee and donuts and the good vibe in the room, and we want to talk about did we hit the milestone, yes or no, on time. So delicious donuts and like perfectly typed agendas and beautifully formatted PowerPoints cannot compensate for poor performance. So again, I hope you found this useful. My name again is Randy Cox. If you, if you found this useful, there's a lot more like this, feel free to subscribe and also come over and visit me at www.randycox.tv. I've got the video version of, these, of this podcast of the most recent episodes over there, and I really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Projects and Systems Podcast with your host, Randy Cox. Now, go get some important stuff done.